Happy New Year and here's the Flourishing 2023. The first episode of the year might sound a bit like gossip, but trust me, there are some good insights in it. So we're going to talk about the feud, the beef, the Twitter beef between Andrew Tate and Greta Thunberg, and mostly what the reaction to it tell us about the culture in which we live in. So the quick recap is that some days ago, Tate tweeted to Greta something like, if you want to know how much are the emissions from my numerous supercars, uh, let me know and I will email you. And then Greta, or the person running Greta's Twitter, wrote, please provide your email address so I can send a complete... Oh no, sorry, that was Tate tweet. So then Greta replies, Yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I found this funny and I found this a good uh, Twitter own. What I find very interesting, though, is that this tweet got 3.5 million likes. And uh, it's one of uh, the most liked tweets that I've ever seen on Twitter. Soon after that, uh, Tate with his brother, they were arrested in Romania, and there was some uh, rumor that this had to do with the pizza. Uh, so after that, after Greta's own, Tate did a short clip replying to her, and he had some pizza boxes. And allegedly, the police found his address from the pizza boxes, and they traced him. Now, I don't think that the police needed that to know where Tate is. He's a guy who posts many times every day, sometimes from public locations. But with Tate's arrest, this beef became even more prominent as news. So that's the that's the, the the overall story. So many things to say. Again, I found it. I found the I found Greta's reply funny. But it's interesting that Greta's reply. The funny thing is that she mocks Tate's. Or she, she claims that Tate has a small uh, thing. So again, her reply was, okay, then email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com. So find it interesting how saying to someone that you have either small dick or small dick energy is considered ha 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 so funny by millions of people, whereas any comment like that uh, addressed to to a woman would be considered body shaming, but anyway, that's the time that we live in. So, uh, Mark, the well, story I here was that on the one side we have the force of evil Tate, someone who is a misogynist, someone who is a bad influence for men. On the other side, we had had uh, a person who is uh, selfishly, selflessly fighting uh, a good cause, and um, many people replied that this was the best tweet in history. And it even made the Greek news. I had no idea that Greeks knew who Tate was, but you could find in random progressive uh, Greek journalists posting something like Greta Thunberg destroyed Ted Tate for eternity, and then they reported on that. So first comments, I have many things to say, but let's hear first, what is your first reaction to all this? Well, first of all, I don't think Greta Thunberg sent that uh, tweet. I don't think she has the necessarily a, a grasp of the subtleties of irony to, to, to make that kind of joke. So whoever tweeted uh, as her um, proxy uh, was very funny. It was, it made me laugh out loud. That's for sure. But we're, we're, we're definitely faced with that. Um, 
with that false dichotomy uh, in in this in this uh, relationship here. We've got you know what a guy who's toxically masculine, quote unquote. I mean, I hate to use that term, but you know, it's a false sense of masculinity, a false sense of what it is to be a man. Uh, following superficial values and and uh, and his his material status as is some sort of indicator to his 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 potency uh, and and the self sacrificer who you know wants nothing material in the world but only for the world to exist for its own sake so it's an interesting thing to see these two false dynamics play out against each other um, and I think people are. You know, uh, people don't like Andrew Tate's arrogance and his, uh, I, I would call it hubris, right? And his stupidity and his equation of masculinity with simple aggression and acquiring material things and living on a very superficial level, a very unthought out life. Um, and they, they, and he seems to be thriving as a result of that. And people like to see people like that knocked down a little bit and Greta knocked him down a little bit or Greta's writer knocked him down a little bit okay so i'll be a bit controversial here and i'll say that from these two i don't even consider them equal in terms of equally bad i think that greta is worse than tate and i will explain so tate is someone who has an appeal to some people for some reasons and usually people say he's a face It's uh, for boys who are young and they don't have uh, masculine models and all that stuff. Greta has an audience of billions. Greta is someone who is invited in parliaments. Greta is someone who's invited at the top fora. And Greta is the person and not is the personification of the ideas to which industrialists and politicians cave and say, excuse me for our existence. So, Maybe Greta is a sweet person. I don't know. Her ideas, I think, are way, way, way more dangerous than Tate's ideas. And I find it very disheartening that there's this consensus that this is a battle between good and evil. Tate can be harmful to himself, first of and foremost, because he has some ideas which I think are self-destructive. We can discuss this. He can be a bad influence to very few people who are going to take him seriously. I think most people who consume his material they consume it because he's funny and don't come at me you can be a bad person or immoral or whatever and still be funny so there's no question to me that Tate is has some entertainment value and I think this is why most people engage with his uh, material they don't engage with it to learn about women or even to or even to to get uh, an idea about intergender dynamics which is not the case with Greta. Most people engage with Greta seriously. So let me put it out there that from the two, I consider Greta the biggest uh, the biggest danger. And again, the uncritical support that she has, the uncritical support that she has for saying things that shouldn't stand to any scrutiny, saying things that are clearly false. So her apocalyptic vision, even if you are someone like myself, who I believe that climate change is a challenge and climate change is a problem and will be a problem, her view doesn't offer anything. Her view doesn't offer much to the discussion. I still think that Tate is a problem to himself and maybe to a few people. Greta is a problem to the existence of a society as we know it. So 
let me put this uh, out. So uh, anything I say, which might sound sympathetic to Tate, it's not that it's sympathetic to Tate. It's mostly that from the two to me, Greta is the biggest, uh, uh, the biggest threat, so to speak. Her ideas, again, I don't think that Greta has too much original thinking. She might develop some original thinking. She's too young, so this is not to belittle her. But her ideas are much bigger threat than Tate's ideas that no one takes seriously. Yeah, uh, and but it's the it's the dichotomy that we're always given, right? The self-sacrificer over the predatory personality. And that's why people are are considering it a battle between good and evil, because that's the way they look at the world. Human beings are either sacrificing themselves for the sake of others or sacrificing others for the sake of themselves. And and that's the way Andrew Tate comes off. He comes off like that malignant narcissist who will do what he wants, will break the rules, because what it's about is his satisfaction, his sensual satisfaction, while Greta Thunberg will sacrifice the entire world, including her own comfort and happiness, for the sake of the earth and the betterment of something other than herself. So, I mean, these guys are the epitome of their camps, right? Of the, of the altruist cannibalistic um, ethics that we have been taught to swallow hook, line and sinker. And that's why they look at her as the good guy. And you're right. She is more of a threat because she embodies what the culture embraces as the good. And, and Tate sort of embodies what the culture embraces as the bad. And until we straighten out that dichotomy and sort out that neither of them had get, give us answers that we need, we'll, we'll fall into this trap every time, right? And someone here might say, Mark, yeah, but uh, Tate is, uh, is, is, uh, is accused of doing bad uh, things and now the police has arrested him. So the big discussion about Greta and Tate happened before he was arrested. So I'm not putting in the equation the allegations that uh, that he was involved in uh, in in trafficking. And anyway, that's that's an issue for the Romanian police. But the main reason that people jumped on the side of Greta was not because Tate was believed to have done illegal things. That came after that came out after a couple of days. So let's pause and see some. Uh, uh, super chats. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Marlon. Thank you, Free Trade. That's very generous for the first uh, episode of the year. So thank you for your contribution. So Ali says, Tate is turning men possibly into incels and jackasses. I see his fanboys tweets. They're just bad as him. I'll take whatever Greta has over him. Okay, so Tate is turning men into incels. What does this mean? So an incel is someone who has adopted the identity of hatred towards the opposite sex and hatred towards the whole of society because he seems himself as incapable of uh, standing in life, as incapable of achieving anything, including achieving any appeal to the, to the opposite sex. So I don't think that Tate is turning men into incels. I would actually wonder, why is it that so many boys and young men find appeal in Tate? Again, he's funny, he's charismatic as a communicator, but at the same time, he's very, very rational. And his advice, to be honest, is not something very profound. People who have taken his quote, Hustlers University, say that it's mediocre at best and a loss of your money. And uh, they even say that it's scammy and all that stuff. Again, I don't know. I haven't taken it. But the advice he gives on, uh, on YouTube, it's quite simple stuff that you'd expect that most people would not find that profound. And yet, 
so many boys find this advice profound. And of course, this advice, unfortunately, comes with baggage. Again, Tate is very, very rational. And this is bad first and foremost for himself. And uh, for, for example, he had a tweet the other day that says that reading books is a loss of time. He had a, he had a, a video some months ago saying that two and two equals four. But if I threat you with a punch, I can persuade you that two and two equals five. This means that you don't have a very good grasp on reality. And on the long term, these things are going to be bad for you. So that's why I'm saying he's dangerous on himself. But no, I don't think he turns boys into incels. Now, could it be that the boys who follow him are still immature and stupid and they're toxic on Twitter? A hundred percent sure. I've been there. We've had the, we've had the wrath of uh, Twitter mobs uh, from people in the... Uh, red pill community or whatever it wasn't pleasant but again i don't think i should blame tate for whatever his followers do i only blame him first and foremost for his irrationality and uh, how he is hurting first of all himself with that so mark what do you what do you think about what our friend says is it that tate is uh, turning boys into jackasses um, well, I mean, I think, I think his popularity is indicative of something really toxic and sick in our culture. And that's the absence of men in many young men's lives. And so they'll turn to uh, anyone, uh, they'll turn to other men for mentorship, uh, almost intuitively. And if this is the type of guy that's being offered by the culture as a, a steward for their masculinity, then, then they'll turn to him. Look, I mean, he obviously is a Nietzschean type of guy. He, he is, the, you know, thinks that this, the will to power, the Zarathustra way of, of looking at the world is, is, the, is, the, is the right way. And, and young men uh, are enamored of his success, the, the money that he's made. He's a good fighter. So he's, he was successful in that realm. And they, they equate or they conflate that success with his, with his personal code, which is, you know, more like a Nietzschean code of, you know, following your, your impulses and not letting anything stand in your way. And, you know, having that will to power and smashing through obstacles. Hey guys, guys who've grown up without men in their lives worship power like that. They, they don't, they, they have to, they, they, they feel tremendously insecure and adrift. And the only way they can get a sense of control over the world is by the use of physical force over others. You know, it's the gang gang members mentality. Um, so yeah, it's, it's indicative of something pretty sad in our society, to be honest with you, because the guy's, the guy's about an inch deep. And some people said, well, why, how can you say that men lack role models when are all our politicians and all the people in positions of power are men? Yes, but Tate also has something else, which is he's unapologetic about being uh, strong, about being successful. So even if Tate was not irrational, was not uh, misogynistic, was not uh, all the things that people don't like about him. And again, I leave aside the criminal allegations. These remain to be proved. Even then, people in the vast majority of society, I think, would hate him because they don't like this arrogance and they don't like this sense of cockiness and self-confidence. Now, the problem is that with Tate's self-confidence, Self-confidence has to be based on a, a rational code of how you view life. And the problem with Tate is 
at least according to my view, he would say, who are you to talk? I have 10 supercars. You drive a, use the Volkswagen, whatever. I think his view is second-handed. Here's why. Yeah. Tate brags all the time about his material. And quite often he says things like, when I enter in a bar and in a club, I want everyone to see me and my hoes. Now, here's why when it becomes second-handed. When you say, when I enter the club, I want everyone to see me. So why do you need that? You're young. You're powerful. You're a kickboxing champion. You're successful. You're rich. Why do you need what others, why do you need the admiration or the fear of others? So hoping I'm not uh, committing much hubris, he reminds me a bit of a Gail Wynand, someone who could have been great because, again, you don't become rich and you don't become a kickboxing champion without putting effort, without putting dedication, but because of the bad code, because of the bad ideas, because of the, for a lack of a better word, toxic ideas, you end up a victim of uh, of yourself. And of course, you also victimize others on the way because you see life as a zero-sum game. Although, again, people who know him say that he's not like that, but that's his uh, that's his ideas. Right. And, and like you said before, uh, he's not that much of a threat because his influence won't extend that far in the material world, right? Even if he's guilty of uh, this human trafficking that they claim that he's a party to this little criminal enterprise, it still affects a very small number of people. Whereas Greta Thunberg's ideas are saturating the culture. They are the moral standard today and they influence politicians to make all kinds of uh, inroads into our rights and lives uh, and to change the dynamic of, of the economy based on these ideals. And that will do far more damage to far more people than this guy could ever do. So Free Trade says, is Tate going to be kicked out of Islam for his sins? So Tate recently allegedly uh, converted to Islam. Now, this is something quite interesting. Of course, our, our friend is uh, asking the question with a, with a funny note. I've seen more and more in conservative circles this idea that because conservative values in Christianity or in Christian societies are a joke, the solution is Islam. I gave a talk this summer in uh, the academy about this topic and about Huelbeck's, uh, Huelbeck's his friends, I can never know how to pronounce him, his book Submission, where he talks about this, how many people who urge to find some meaning in their life turn to Islam. And I think with Tate, it's a good uh, it's a good example. Of course, again, this is a completely false solution. Not finding meaning in your life or not finding values in your life and turning to a religious dogma, which has all sorts of bad ideas and saying, oh, now I can submit to something bigger is uh, clearly wrong. But again, Tate has a disdain for ideas, so he wouldn't be able to have a discussion about this. Again, he's a man who brags that he's only read one book in his life. So pity, pity, for, pity for him again. Uh, happy Avocado, thank you very much. I have no idea what uh, currency is this, but your contribution is appreciated. The question is, is Mark coming to Ayn Rand's conference Athens? So this is the big European conference of the Ayn Rand Institute. So the list is not uh, done yet. Uh, I don't know if Mark is going to be there. We hope that we can actually have him there. 
Marlon, many thanks for your good, for your kind words and the contribution. Bradley says there's a concrete example of how collectivism makes our individual masculine, feminine values become destructive. Bradley, I'm not getting which is that uh, example, but please send uh, it. It doesn't have to be a super chat. Just send a chat, a chat, and I will, uh, I will uh, read it. You might be thinking maybe about Anthem, which is a society where there is no masculine and feminine interaction because it's uh, it's forbidden by the collectivist uh, by the collectivist regime. So that's most of the comments I had to I had to make on the case of uh, on the case of Tate. And again, I hope that. Uh, this is not going to be misunderstood that uh, oh but what about uh, what about the bad things he did i'm saying these things even if tate hasn't done any of the criminal things he's been accused of he still is a danger to himself and to the few people who might take his ideas at face value whereas greta is a threat to everyone and also notice the toxicity again in the culture world notice the double standards Greta making fun of someone's small dick, ha ha ha, 3.5 million likes. This also tells me that most of the things that you see in the culture war, most of the concerns about people's feelings or sensitivities or whatever, this is only to score points towards the other side. Because tribalism makes you have double standards. Someone in our group does something which is uh, disregarding or whatever, ha ha ha, yay queen, thumbs up. Someone from the other tribe does it. Horrendous. How dare you? Body shaming, whatever. Anyway, I'm sure Tate doesn't need my uh, defense uh, against Greta, but I think it's quite interesting because it tells us in what type of toxic public sphere we are living. You need to make meaning in your life, says Marlene, and you need to make this with a method. Then again, this is what Tate is, uh, Tate is lacking. Tate considers that the mind is to be used only to win in chess, because he's also a chess uh, player, or to make money somehow. But long-term thinking or having a code in your life, which is intellectually arrived to, he would probably consider it that it's only for soy boys. Now, let's see how this turns out for him in his life. Mark, any final words? Well, I just wanted to piggyback on, on what you said with respect to the hypocrisy of, of the tribes, one tribe claiming that you shouldn't shame people while reveling in shaming somebody. Um, look, anything goes as long as it's against the Goliath, right? If you're the David and it's Goliath, the other side is perceived as Goliath and you are the David, anything you do is justified based on the fact that you're weak, small, uh, insignificant of little value. And that's what society um, draws the wagons around. They circle the wagons around that weak, small, insignificant person, thinking that they're being moral by um, defending anything that they do against power. Indeed, sir. So I will leave you just with a thought. I was watching a documentary some uh, months ago about the Greek mafia of the 90s. This is not to say that Tate is mafia, but these were people who had this idea that I'm powerful, my way, and whoever stands in my way shall be crushed. Most of these people didn't live till the age of 40. 
most of these people died in their 30s and they died in a horrible, in a horrendous way. Most of the people who think that life is to be lived via the sword as a lose, win, lose situation, their life is not long and their life while it's lived, it's lived in Parenia and it's not a pleasant life. So I admire people who make sure that they're strong, who make sure that uh, they can defend themselves, that they can defend others. But this will not be confused with this idea that it's win-win. It's either me or you. This is not a good recipe for trade. This is not a good recipe for life. Anyway, enough for uh, Greta versus Tate. Thank you very much, Ashley Shrugged. And thank you very much, Free Trade, for your comments. We really appreciate them. So, 7 p.m. UK time, the briefly objective. So this is the second channel of ARC UK, which has shorter videos. So uh, today's clip is from an episode I did with Mark on Thomas Soul. And then at 9 p.m. UK time in this channel, we have the first HBTV of the year with Harry Binswanger, Ask Harry Anything. So that was it for today. Again, I like to keep episodes short. Mark, many thanks for your uh, contribution. You are someone that I think young men should, not only young, should look up to because except from your good ideas, you're someone who does, am I right that you told me you did 100 push-ups without a break? Yes, I, I used to. Okay, so here's a guy to, here's a guy to look up to. And uh, I was thinking of it the other day because I did 100, but in various sets, and for days, I feel very, very sore. So here's a guy to, to look up to. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. And see you soon. Peace.